This week's episode is sponsored by ARC, the Society for Arts, Religion, and Contemporary Culture. They are the ones putting on the amazing conference coming up here in March of 2018 called Theopoetics. If you go to our website, whitehodgepodcast.com, and click on the link to Theopoetics, you can log on and find out more information about this amazing conference. But here's the thing. For our listening audience, we have a 10% discount on registration and room and board. Just check out with the code Profane Faith. That checkout code again is Profane Faith, like your favorite podcast. And you will get a 10% discount on registration and room and board. Y'all, it's a Festivus miracle. It is. It's the holiday season and things are just amazingly popping up. Ark is throwing down, Theopoetics is coming, and you ask yourself, who should go to Theopoetics? Well, lots of folks and you poets preachers rappers professors and students of theology and religion spoken words artists clergy musicians visual artists and perhaps you i'm gonna be there are you gonna be there 10 percent off of registration and room and boards gonna be out in boston y'all use the code profane face when you check out go to our website white hodge podcast or you can look up theopoetics on google check us out because guess what in march we throwing down oh yeah that america is a place where all things are possible that is some group of people thousands described as a demon i hate you naturally no 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 Welcome to Profane Faith, a podcast that engages faith on the margins. Faith that has been labeled profane, nonconformist, and or out there. We'll be exploring the intersections of the sacred, secular, and profane to find God. I'm your host, Daniel White Hodge. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. This your boy, Dan White Hodge. Here we are. Here we are. Are. That's right. Final episode of season one here in 2017. Profane faith. Oh man, what a what a what a what a great few months it has been here. Um, man. Well, you know, first of all, welcome. If you're listening to this, I'm going to assume that you've been a loyal listener and follower and um, keeping up with episodes or at least heard at least a couple episodes. And now I wanted to just hop to this one and figure out, OK, what's this thing all about? So I want to thank you. I thank you to all the subscribers. I want to thank you to all the folks who have come out and just, you know, emailed me, texted me and said, listen, man, this has been great. This has been awesome. Um, folks at LaSalle Street Community Church, uh, my home church here in Chicago, um have, have been a great support um you know i i thank you our sponsor arc um theopoetics um you guys have come through i'm excited about this conference coming up here in march more details are coming but y'all use that use that code profane faith i'm telling you man get, get a little get a little money get a little money off of that thing man I, i'm gonna look forward to seeing you guys there but it's been an interesting year um here 2017 um I mean, as you know, if you've been keeping up with, you know, this this podcast, you know that, um, you know, I started it kind of in a revoltish fashion, if you will, um, in a way to 
really create a space for persons of color um, to discuss matters of faith, discuss areas of theology that aren't normally um, talked about in in spaces, particularly those areas that we don't necessarily you know chime into as it relates to politics and race and religion and gender and um, you know all those great intersections and how those things come together and so. You know, this year has been, and when I say year, really, I mean, I started back in August. And so, you know, here we are in December of 2017 and we are wrapping up. I wanted to um, pause a little bit and, you know, just get a, a perspective, particularly on what's coming up in 2018. You know, look back and reflect kind of that time of year is for those of you who are listening in real time, like right around now in December, end of the year, you know, it's that time when everybody starts reflecting what was the year about and how did it go? Um, and so that's, that's, you know, that's what this, 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 this time off is going to be about. Um, and so I'm hoping to return here back in January, um, of 2018, more than likely around the MLK holiday, especially leading into black history month. Um, looking to lining up, starting to line up, uh, interviews and, and conversations now, um, and so that's that's something that I'm looking looking really looking forward to and really looking forward to other ideas from you guys. Uh, I've gotten a lot of great ideas just from folks texting me, um, you know, it, for example, um, Dr. Andre Johnson and uh, who was on. He was on the, the special edition. We had the whole thing is uh, prayers as gun control after the uh, Las Vegas uh, massacre. Uh, we had uh, he, um, yeah, him out and then also he is an actor activist out in Memphis and now newly crowned Dr. Earl Fisher uh, were out there and I'm lining them up because they just got a statue removed of Nathan Bedford Forrest. Now, if you don't know who Nathan Bedford Forrest is, he, he's not a good guy at all, right? Uh, Klansman started the Klan, you know, uh, lynchings, the whole nine. We'll get into those details because I'm lining this conversation up because I want I want y'all to hear about here two leaders in the community, two ministers, two men of God, two, two Christian men who are out there leading. And it's not just them. It's not just them. A lot of women behind them as well. So I want to make that loud and clear. It's not just them. Um, but I wanted to have the conversation around what did they do to get, get to that point where they were able to actually right get those statues down i mean look i mean hey if you know me you know look i'd take the, all them daggone statues down i mean i don't want to see no george washington i don't want to see none of these cats i mean these cats were colonists these cats were racist i mean it's like somebody said it really good on on uh i forget what social media outlet it was but they said it like this they said you know these statues it's like somebody breaks into your house rapes your family kills folks and the question i have for you is where do you want me to put the statue of them right how do you want me to honor them you know and i get it you know and a lot of people are like oh but this is history right it belongs in a museum somewhere in a history book we definitely cannot forget history but i don't want to memorialize folks like that so i want to have a conversation around that because this is an ongoing conversation in a lot of different spaces theological spaces and so i wanted to have them out we're also working on a third um member of that crew as well that went you know went together a woman african-american woman i'm forgetting her name uh dr earl fisher knows her and um he's gonna try to get her to come on as well and so we'll just have this amazing conversation i'm looking forward to that i'm also working on other folks uh as well i want to get uh, sister brandy miller back who we had on as well this was i think uh what was it episode no oh no she was she was back at episode six colonialism and faith 
man, she uh, she threw down. And so uh, I want to get her back on. I want to get ready yet. It was episode three of uh, Religion at the... No, that was... Uh, excuse me. That was Broderick Gray. I'm forgetting my own show. R- 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 Religion at the Emergence was Broderick Gray. I definitely want to get him back because he's doing some amazing stuff, although I know he's really busy. Um, the Diversity of Faith, episode four, if you haven't listened to that already yet. Um, and the stuff that they're doing here in Chicago and, and, and how they're helping particularly in an evangelical missional outreach organization, right? Um, Trying to decolonize minds and trying to really step up the knowledge around what does colonization mean, right? And race and all those great things. So I would definitely want to get ready at back on it. So I'm lining some conversations up, some local folks, some folks you you might not have heard of, some folks you hopefully have heard of. Um, But really those voices that are either on the margins or... um, on the up and coming um on or on the the outs of something right where i mean he's like i know i was on the outs i got you know excommunicated and kicked out y'all heard my story in, on this as well if you haven't you know episode one <laughs> go back and check that out but um you know those are the conversations those are the places that i want to go and so if you got an idea you know holla at your boy you know, send me a, send me a shout out. Now I will say this: um, I need to fix this WordPress technical issues going on on my website. In fact, I'm actually looking for a different hosting site right now, and I'm I'm going to be working on that hopefully here in the new year. Um, but the brother just ain't got the money for it right now, so I got to stick with what I got. But nonetheless, I have uh, some 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 coding issues that I got to work out, so I'm not able to get an actual. Um, if you submitted a comment or you submitted something, I apologize. I'm not able to get them. I'm not even able to get stuff out of my, out of my own email account that's on there. So I got to figure that out. But if you really want to send um, in in you know an email or whatever, I'm gonna post an email up on the website, and you can uh, you know you can send an email there, or you can always go to whitehodge.com. I have all my stuff working there, and so you can send me a message through there as well, whitehodge.com. And you know if you forget about it, just type in whitehodge, or you can just you know go to our website, whitehodge podcast and there's all kinds of links there back to whitehodge.com um because i'd love to hear from you you know again these conversations have been great um in terms of just you know how you guys are 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 processing and digesting you know this material you know i really started this podcast for you know a niche not a niche well really yeah i guess it is kind of a niche um group of folks that i feel you know we have like mainstay you know people that you know people have gone to but again i always keep coming back to man you know again you know the the november election has shifted a lot of things for me it has created in me a different approach to religion and theology and christianism however you want to break that down and so um you know that was that was you know that was also a large part of the genesis of this of this podcast as well it's just like i knew i wanted to get something out there but i was like i want to stay in my wheelhouse and how can i continue to do that and put stuff out you know that's quality but that's also you know of from a person's of color's perspective and 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 for that community as well and not that we're marginalizing and cutting other folks out uh there's plenty of you know euro americans white folks who, who are listening to this which is great um, we're definitely not leaving anyone out. This is centered towards, you know, persons of color and looking at those struggles and, and engagement, you know, with that. And so, you know, with that in mind, we're trying to build and we're trying to move forward and, and look at 2018 and try to figure out, you know, what's the next conversation? What is the what are the next areas? How does this podcast grow? I know some people have brought up 
the whole aspects of Patreons and all that good stuff. And like, look, I just be honest with you. I really don't. I mean, I think that's a nifty idea. And hey, if you ever want to give money, I'm never going to turn money away. <laughs> I'm just not. So in fact, there's a whole donation link on my whitehodge.com website that you can just go and click if you want to give donate money. But I know, you know, I'm just, you know, understanding the, 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 the art and culture around Patreon and all that. Um, I don't really, I honestly, I just don't have the time <laughs> to put together a separate episode or put together little goodies or whatever. So I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Um, I, cause I think that's a, a very valid approach to, um, you know, where we're at as society, how we consume media and how, you know, particularly, you know, a lot of quote unquote progressives or the left or whatever, you know, consume, uh, podcasts, um, that, you know, I want to, you know, again, throw my hat in the mix and, you know, keep it, keep it moving. If that, if that's the case. So that being said, the year in review. Wow. You know, uh, I think about it. I mean, just again, from from the podcast perspective, uh, two special issues, like I said, with Dr. Andre Johnson and then Kathy Kong came on and we had this conversation, you know, around gun violence and what does that look like? And particularly the ongoing issue of mass shootings and, you know, who does them and how does that how who has access to guns? This is, you know, ongoing complex issue. I mean, I think the reality of it is, is that so much of religion, I mean, and I'm, you know, here's the thing. I think through, you know, I'm, I'm thinking through a couple of different things. I've, I'm still working on, I'm working on a couple of episodes. One, I'm working on some young people. The title of this one is, is young people have conversations about religion and faith and God, you know, some millennials, Gen Y's, all that good stuff. Uh, the title of that's going to be the kids are all right, dot, 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 maybe. And um, I've gotten a couple of interviews in, but I really want to put that together and actually have a conversation. But, you know, everybody's like tripping out, especially like white evangelicals tripping off of the young people leaving the church. You know, it's like, are they, you know, like what's going on? And this is really a wheelhouse of of my own research. Um, so I wanted to bring that in and, you know, kind of put that into podcast form and stuff. I think so many answers that we seek for just aren't there yet right um and so i think that opens up the space to really begin to think through what does it really mean to be fill in your faith what does it mean to be jewish what does it mean to be a muslim what does it mean to be a christian in this day and age in 2017 um where we have this inf this overload of information that is coming at us every single moment of the day. Even for those of you listening to this, it's like, you know, even the access to have access to um, this type of information to, you know, be able to download, to have uh, access to, um, you know, tablets and all that good stuff. Right. You know, it's like, what does that mean when these these continual things are, are, are bombarding us? And, and, and Denzel Washington said this eloquently in an interview, you know, when he was asked about the media and he's just like, you know, when we're so consumed about being first, not telling the truth, but being first. I want to be the first out there. I want to be the first to tell the story. I want to be the first, right? It's like, then it becomes a race. It becomes a race to who can tell this story better. Again, irregardless of where the facts are. And I think someone like Trump has exploited these things. I mean, really, Bannon was the the, the man behind, you know, a lot of the, the, the brains of, of that operation, but they exploited a lot of that, right? It's like it's built upon the fears of eight years of a black president sitting in, you know, like Kelly Brown Douglas says, you know, a seat that is reserved for white men. Um, and so let's play off of that. He's a Muslim. He's a terrorist. He's not from this world. You know, you even got people online talking about, you know, Obama was a shift shaper, uh, shift shift shaper you know uh, it, you know that he changes uh shapes and whatnot i mean crazy crazy stuff like that 
And so, you know, when you when you have that level of fear and anxiety, um, you know, it's easy to exploit on and to build on. And so, you know, and I'm not saying that's the smoking gun. And that's that's just it. I think for so long we've looked for a smoking gun like it's got to be that it's because of that. It's because of, you know, you can go all the way back even to the culture wars in the 1950s, late 50s and 1960s. Right. It's like if it wasn't for the illicit drugs, you know, if, oh, they're having too much sex or they're or they're, you know, it's this and this. They walked away from the church or, you know, and it's just like this ongoing thing. You know, as the rise of popular culture came through in the 70s and 1980s, you know, then you have people blaming television. Right. It's like and sure, maybe some of those things <laughs> were contributing factors, but we are much more complex as a species, as a human species, to just say there's just this one area. And that's one of the things I'm learning. That's one of the things I'm as as someone who is searching to grow, searching to move out, someone who is searching to not just stay in the same ideological structure that I was in last year. You know, uh, that's I look for that. I'm like saying, like, okay, what's what's next? Because I don't think we can ever plateau as as humans. I think this knowledge quest is going to keep going on, and and that's part of the journey. I think that's just part of it is asking good questions. I think for so much of our religious folks, have they've settled into traditions and they've settled into accepting whatever is in front of them as truth, and they've settled into accepting the status quo as reality because i'll be honest with you it is scary it's scary once you start digging and you know start seeking some of these things out for yourself you might not come back <laughs> you might not come back well you definitely won't come back the same but you may not come back at all you know what i'm saying once you go out there and so it is and you know it is unnerving to sit in a constant state of frustration it's unnerving to sit in a constant space of like no 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 hold up hold up hold up you know and so yeah i mean it it is to be that i mean and there's plenty of thinkers who have said this right so i'm not you know i ain't taking credit for it, but it's like you know it's the it, to be a thinker a conscious awoke, whatever how you want to define it to be that person it means that you're going to be in a constant state of frustration of tension <laughs> of angst and and you know and just in questioning right that critical inquiry um and so this these are the areas for me that excite me about religious study, about particularly, you know, my own faith as a Christian. It's like, what does that mean? How do I, you know, as I journey away from evangelicalism, you know, how does it then, you know, how then do we engage Christianity, you know, from that? How do I engage it? How do I begin to deconstruct, you know, even some of the colonized theological worldviews that have been given to me right and what i'm what i mean by that is like because you know we say that a lot okay you don't decolonize your mind decolonize mind. i think part of that decolonization process is is reading definitely got to read i think it's the people you, you run into um have you moved from different points in your life i mean i think about it like this when i graduated with my phd in 2007 if i stayed in that area of thought not that it was a bad area, not that it was, a, but that was thought from now about to be 11 years ago. It was, it's not bad. It wasn't wrong. I don't, you know, negate my hypothesis and my dissertation, but things have moved on. I've added to that. I've added to that continuum. I have created more things. I have published more. I've researched more. And so it naturally should things, the conversation be moving forward. We should be moving from, from, 
from point A to point G, from G1 to GAB1, you know, um, rather than being stuck. And I do, I find a lot of people stuck in their own theological spaces, um, you know, because for a lot of it, it makes sense. It makes sense. And sure, we can always say, oh, but I'm in the struggle. Yeah, sure, I get that. But what happens when you get into those spaces? And then I guess I always said this, it's like, you know, when your theological highway has run out, what do you do? You know, how do you survive in in that space that doesn't make sense, that doesn't have all the answers, that doesn't have those nice um, comforting areas that, you know, you were told were there. Those, I think, are the areas that, at least for me, you know, that I want to explore and that I want to spend time in, because those were as I've continued to walk down that in those spaces those spaces of doubt those spaces of mystery those spaces of ambiguity i've found god to be richer i've found god to be a much broader right uh divinity persona than what i was given when oh you know here's this answer or oh here's this scripture or oh here's this you know and then really questioning you know and even just uh, you know aspects of the canon it's like you know (laughs) what what is it about this particular passage for example you know that 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 we've interpreted this one way could it have been something else could it have been something different because there are so many misinterpretations of the bible of the christian bible and i just think in this era you know where we're at um for me a lot of the shifting has has you know particularly moved away from trying to have conversations with people that is just not ever just it's not going to happen and i think that's the biggest difference for me with where i'm at now as opposed to 10 years ago uh well one of the biggest differences is that you know 10 years ago you know oh let's labor with them oh yes let's be there oh just you know little things and mustard seed and now i'm just like dude forget that bunk that i'm i'm done i'm done trying to you know please this folks i'm done trying to you know be be this nice guy and it's just like you know I was at a, you know, CCDA conference this last, this year, you know, and I first right out the back, I was just like, look, I have lost all the F's that I'm going to give. And it's really where I'm at. And I don't, you know, I don't want to necessarily come off as like, oh, I've got all the answers and, and, you know, I don't mess with me or whatever. No, no, uh, no. And no one's above critique. No one is above critique. You know, we all have these blind areas. We all have spaces where we, we, we don't see so we, we you know critique is necessary it's it's part of the intellect i mean it's, for me as somebody who's an, an academic and an intellectual you know that's that is part of the rigor that is part of the terrain you know to have critique and to have feedback i mean it's part of the blind review process right but i am also not one to just sit back and and just you know try to keep beating my head against the wall and, and and having a conversation with somebody who's hell bent on thinking the other way. I'll give you an example. Um, is you know I, this 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 last week I've had this one brother. I, I you know I ain't gonna put him on blast. You know this one cat who uh, on social media. You know if you follow me on social media, you know uh, one of the things I did was clean house after the November election. You know I had some people on my facebook account you know former leaders even man folks that i you know thought we was all down with and everything that i worked with when i was back in youth ministry and i deleted and blocked them man because it was just like this is some crazy stuff right so i really just i i don't 
I don't lose sleep over that. You know, I had this one cat, you know, coming and asking me, oh, brother, why do you curse? Why do you say these bad words? You know, you're losing your witness. That's not a good witness. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Where do I even start with this? Um, Because that type of, again, that type of space is filled with judgment. Even though he says, oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to judge. No, you are. It's exactly what you're doing. First of all, we don't know each other. We don't hang out. We ain't friends. You know, you don't come to my house. I don't go to your house. So this understanding, right, that somehow because we have this label of Christianity, that it all is supposed to be the same flavor. And first of all, you know, and, you know, the first few times he commented on some stuff on, you know, online and stuff. And I was just kind of like, ah, whatever. You know, then he direct messaged me and I was just like, all right. And I just told him, I was like, look, straight up, you know, I I have a this is this is an argument. Like, you know, really, if you could ask me something about why I say four little words and stuff. Now, granted, on the podcast, I try to keep it as clean as I can. I try, you know, I told iTunes this was, quote unquote, clean lyrics. I know I know we've had some guests on here. Um, uh, our most notable brother, Josiah Daniels in episode 13, uh, which, you know, he's deep with. There was, there was some language in there, but it was needed. And, I, and for me, as someone who studies communication theory, rhetoric, discourse, Yes, cursing, it's a problem If you curse somebody out If you mean ill intent towards that person But those words don't have to be four-letter words Yes, I understand that society has labeled these as these bad words Yes, I understand that there are certain forms of language And, 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 and speech and hermeneutic That we don't need to use on, in the presence of other people You don't show up to the Pope and be like God, mother effing Pope You the man, nigga, you the man Right. You don't go up to that. I mean, well, I, I don't know. Maybe somebody's doing that. Maybe somebody need to do that. But my point aside, I don't mean to be disrespect. All my Catholic listeners, I'm just I'm making a point. My point is, is that, yes, there are certain times and spaces you can use certain words. And if I'm making a joke, if I'm talking about certain things, it's like, look, man, we are living in an effed up time right now. If you're more concerned about that word, the F word, than you are about the actual issues, you've got the problem. This is an argument that I have, at least in my mind, settled at least a decade ago, at least. And there's plenty of material out there that I've posted in, in books and articles and uh, webinars. And uh, I mean, there's a whole platform I use on Novio, K-N-O-V-I-O, <laughs> uh, that I give like little teachings and everything too. And if you go step to me, I'm not above critique, but if you come with a critique, don't come ignorant. <laughs> okay don't come from an ignorant perspective in other words don't step to me and be like oh dude you know you why do you like you know how do you define sin like really you, you know <laughs> and again you know if we were friends if we hung out you know well first of all if you were friends and you knew me we'd be, we'd be having a whole different conversation right we'd be having a whole different engagement with this particular topic. But the people who know me, the people who hang out with me, the people who are engaged and wanting to move forward, we're, we're past that. We're not that. So I'll just, I'm just, I'll just like, look, I'm not going to be your teacher. Now, if you want to pay me, I'll come over. I'll, I'll teach you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to be your, your professor, much like a lot of people of color are not going to be white people's teacher. We're not going to train you. We're not going to, I mean, because it's almost like, you know, particularly in racial conversations, it's almost like white folks just read over the same scripts. Like, why is this? And why is that? And why is this? And no, I'm just not going to do it. And I'm not going to have a conversation around 
cursing and language and all that stuff like that like if you if you still in that worldview of like that's you losing your witness i mean just that phraseology in and of itself i'm just like dude i'm so done with you i'm like you know we i don't even know we can have a conversation if that's you know how you still look at the world right you know losing your witness i'm like oh dude stop so for me, I want to want to have some conversations around that. You know, where do people come up with this theological space? Right. I know one of those passages is, you know, when Jesus says, you know, if your brother, you know, you know, steps out, you know, come to him and do this and do that. Like, dude, you know, again, another scripture that's just taken completely out of context. You know, when you think about what Paul talks about, you know, in, in, in reference to you know our language and let your speech. It's just like, dude, if you read the literal canon about what folks were saying back and then they were saying some real strong language. And that's is just on one point on, uh, on on language. Right. My thought on all this is that, again, these are some areas that I want to push forward and grow in. And, 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 and then continue to build from that. Now, I know some of you may say, well, dang, but you know, what if I'm not there yet? What if I'm not there? Absolutely. That's why we put stuff out there um, as educators. I know a lot of great educators who, you know, everybody I've brought on this show, Dr. Robin Espinosa, all these folks who come on as scholars have spaces and places for you to learn, you know, because a lot of us are committed to D. So where I'm trying to look for trying to really unlock all of the knowledge that has been really stored up in these caverns of the academy that are under you know paywalls and lock and key and you can only show up to this library if you do this or you can only show up to this library if you do that right and so we're really trying to put stuff out there and so come informed i'm not above critique but come informed you know otherwise i'm going to point you back and be like go go read this go listen to this and once you've digested that and you've got your questions, then come back and ask because um, I'm not going to rehash stuff because otherwise I feel like I'm spending time and eating up time on stuff I've already talked about <laughs> and covered. Right. Rather than engaging with the stuff that we need to be doing to move forward, if that makes sense. <laughs> so it's been an interesting year, y'all. It's been an interesting year. And I'm really looking forward to 2018 for this podcast and, and what we can do. Um, our sponsor, ARC, uh, which I know there'll be many more to come, uh, who was putting on Theopoetics Conference. Uh, this is going to be really a unique a space for thinkers like, uh, well, a lot of us who are, again, on the margins. I mean, even on their website, it says, you know, who can come, right? This is where we are part particularly eager for folks to come who are part of presenters or uh, you're part of social groups who have been historically marginalized i mean just that alone i'm just like okay all right let's let's talk about you naming it you know particularly in the academy and or faith communities you know those people are particularly welcome and that for me i'm y'all i'm just like yo this is i want to be a part of stuff like this i want to this these are the conversations these are the spaces i want to invest my time in when people ask where do you find hope these are spaces that i find hope in and it's and it's, and it's getting a lot you know small and and in the corners these day and age you know especially if you, you follow you know any kind of news headlines these day and age um it's it's i'm hoping we can look back on these recordings you know years from now and be like man those were the dark years and thank God we're moving forward. And, and I think my, my hope is this is and it just may be just a, a wishful thinking, wishful thought. But my hope is, is that conferences, spaces like what Theopoetics is doing, what Khaled is trying to do with this space. I'm hoping these will become the 
the launching pads for the change that is to come because i do think that there are there aren't it isn't clear yet what this next change is supposed to be i think there's a lot of people doing some great things but we're still kind of re you know redoing what we've been doing in the past and i'm including myself in this you know this is a conversation i have with my wife this is a conversation i have with students like you know what next what do we do you know how do we move forward i'm just like you know let's just keep putting one foot in front of the other let's definitely keep moving forward but i you know i wanted you know how do we then deconstruct what we've been doing right and take up a space that is new and i don't know a lot of people who know that but i know when we see it we'll know it <laughs> if that makes sense so i think theopoetics is about that so thanks again for listening um we will return here in the new year probably around the mlk holiday uh if you got questions whitehodge.com and uh, i'll post a link on whitehodgepodcast.com as well just to my email um where you can just you know like i said you can you can email or oh, you know what now i'm thinking about it. i'm just like i don't know if i want to put an email <laughs> out there in the middle of, you know with spam and everything but we'll we'll see we'll see. I'll, I'll put something up there um where you can respond and um you know comment and of course i'm on twitter um facebook um, all those places as well if you know me you know holla at your boy text me call me um these again conversations that i think are important to be having i well listen happy new year happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa happy 12 days of christmas i hope wherever you're at you are spending it with the people you want to be spending it with uh whoever and however you define family um because that's what i'm doing i'm gonna be throwing some uh, a couple of uh you know uh, uh drinks up to celebrate the new year and to again reflect and redirect energies into strong and positive currents to move forward cool all right y'all and we'll see you on 2018. Much love, peace, keep hope alive.